Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I use it all the time. When? Not very often. (laughs) You just totally lied. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Did you have a nice weekend? I did have a good weekend. It was just really nice to hang out with you and call my mom for Mother's Day. And yeah, we had a really, really fun, relaxing weekend. And the weather was nice on Sunday, but not Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, we had just about as good of a Mother's Day weekend as you can under these types of circumstances. Absolutely. Um, We hope everyone's doing all right out in this world right now and is figuring out social distancing in a way that makes sense for them and um, we're just wishing the best for everyone we love and especially to our listeners we're still at home recording the podcast in the closet yep quarantine for now we don't have any new reviews to talk about that's right Uh, if you have time please give us a five star review on apple podcasts or stitcher you can also tweet us. I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. Or you can email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. Tired of boring Zoom meetings? Rent this donkey or alligator or camel. This is written by my colleague Ryan W. Miller. Call it a Zoom zoo. It'll put your old boring video calls out to pasture. As the coronavirus pandemic keeps people home, some farms and animal sanctuaries have crafted a clever way to lighten the mood and raise money by allowing people to rent their animals via video call. Francie Dunlap is the owner of Mambo, an eight-year-old miniature donkey at the Peace and Peas Farm in Indian Trail, North Carolina. She said, quote, I think it would get some laughs, unquote. For $50, Mambo can make an appearance for 10 minutes during your next virtual meeting. She told the Charlotte Observer that he is, quote, like a pesky little brother, doesn't let anyone relax too long, unquote. Eddie the horse and other farm animal friends are also available to rent, according to the website the farm set up to schedule the calls. Like many other businesses, farms, zoos, and animal sanctuaries across the United States have closed the public as states have issued stay-at-home orders to help slow the spread of the virus. For some, however, that means one of their main ways to earn money is on hold. Nate Salpeter is the co-founder of Sweet Farm in Half Moon Bay, California. He told CNN, quote, After the coronavirus happened and shelter-in-place went into effect, we had to completely rethink the way we were driving revenue and executing our mission. 
Our board member, John Azoff, came up with the idea and said, you know, we're having so many company meetings and happy hours, but they're all boring. What if we could get a goat or a llama on the call? Unquote. The Animal Sanctuary is now offering its goat-to-meeting initiatives to video conference with a cow, goat, llama, pig, sheep, or turkey. Sweet Farm has a range of meeting options from a $65 personal tour for up to six people to a $750 unlimited tour with their executive director. At Wild Florida, a wildlife park in Keenansville, Florida, an alligator, giraffe, and camel are all available. Cloverbrook Farm of Hyde Park, New York, has options available with llamas and alpacas, as well as their warm and fuzzies collection of baby rabbits, baby chickens, and baby goats. Lewis Adventure Farm and Zoo in New Era, Michigan, has Jeffrey the Camel available for Zoom meetings. The zoo's brand ambassador, Jenny Farrells, told WXMI that the service has been popular, especially among teachers looking to lighten the mood in their virtual classrooms, while also providing an educational opportunity. Farrells added, quote, any type of income helps to feed the animals. They keep eating, and there's a lot of expenses to keep up with, unquote. I thought maybe you were saying that you could rent a donkey to be, to like ride around on while in your Zoom meeting. <laughs> Which also seems like a bad idea. Like, I don't know if in a time where you're trying to quarantine, you really want to uh, expose a bunch of people to wild animals or farm animals. Sure. But that's not what you said. So they're just like an extra box in in your Zoom meeting. You might be able to throw to them and be like, hey, Donkey Dave, you got any perspective (laughs) on that, that TPS report? I mean, I definitely like looking at animals and like taking pictures of animals, but I really do like, I mean, a petting zoo is great because you can actually pet them. But yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know how I'd feel if somebody was just like, these meetings are boring. We need to have someone else sit here, another creature. Yeah, I might I might ask if uh, if your meetings need uh, some living up, maybe just don't have those meetings. <laughs> I kind of want to do it for just my own personal use, not for a work meeting, but just I've never gotten a chance to video call with an alligator before, and I'd like to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much work, like how much staff it takes to keep the alligator calm. I wonder if you could pay a little extra to have someone behind the camera pretend that they're talking (laughs) for the animal. I mean, this is a revolutionary idea. You better call these farms. Let yeah. them know. Because I would pay extra to have a conversation <laughs> with a camel. But it's improv. It's not conversation with a camel. It would be conversation with a guy who's like, I've got camel-related jokes. Don't ruin the magic, Shannon. <laughs> I'm surprised you're in the market for this. I like animals, I'll tell you. Yeah. You definitely like to um, imagine what Lily, our cat, is saying. So I wonder if you're thinking that maybe you should offer conversations with Lily to the world. Sometimes Lily tries to join in on my uh, work yeah. meetings. but She does on mine, too. At my work, we're not allowed to have video for our, our oh. meetings. So, But she'll still pipe in t- from time to time. <laughs> I, I don't know if people on the phone can hear her or not, but... Uh, She's there. So I do a lot of video calls, and um, I kind of get a little jealous because you're usually upstairs for better cell service. And I think she likes being upstairs better because it's warmer. 
And also because we have heated floors in our bathroom. Yeah, it's warmer. The bed is comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've got my like office set up. And so sometimes she'll visit me, especially whenever I worked from home and you weren't home. I had her the whole time with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I get a little jealous because she hangs out with me more. But then when she does come on, people are like, oh, is that your cat? What's her name? And tell me more about her. And so that's kind of fun that, you know, when they see the cat, you know, and I get excited about my coworkers' pets too, but exotic animals are a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. And you might have questions about them too, that like maybe, so maybe that could be, it could be educational that way, like for classrooms or, um, or for people. You know, people Lily. like animals. Lily, as we speak, is upset that she's not on the podcast. She's <laughs> yeah. in on the other side of the closet door, probably just brooding. She makes quite a bit of noise. So yeah. we do. Sometimes we close our bedroom door and our closet door. And we like to say that we've double doored her yeah, out. Just to keep the sound away. <laughs> because sometimes she'll just like paw at our closet door. Or meow and scream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She doesn't like to be excluded. Yeah, and we love her for that. Like, I know that there's some cats that kind of hide away and stuff, but we like that Lily is usually wanting to hang out with us. I mean, I already just told you that I'm jealous of how much hangout time that Dusty gets with Lily. (laughs) Tribeca Drive-In. Robert De Niro and IMAX unite for new summer drive-in film series. This was written by my colleague Bill Kevney. He writes... The drive-in movie experience is going to get a substantial upgrade in the social distancing era. Robert De Niro's Tribeca Enterprises is teaming with IMAX and AT&T for Tribeca Drive-In, a summer film series that will be held at drive-in theaters and other venues throughout the country. Starting June 25th, Drive-In is designed to, quote, provide families with a safe, comfortable entertainment experience, unquote, as they go out during a time of coronavirus-related restrictions. The company said this in a release last Wednesday. The series promises a curated collection of new classic and independent films, as well as music and sporting events. As lead technology partner, IMAX will use its digital remastering process, IMAX DMR, to enhance the image and sound of drive-in presentations and provide technical support and equipment. The company will work with Tribeca Enterprises, known for the acclaimed Tribeca Film Festival, to select films from the IMAX library. Film legend De Niro, who co-founded Tribeca Enterprises and the Tribeca Film Festival in 2003, said the project provides a great opportunity to enjoy film during a challenging time. De Niro said in a statement, quote, We're excited to give people something to look forward to this summer and reinvent a classic movie-going experience for communities to enjoy together safely, unquote. Drive-in theaters, which allow people to watch from the safety of their car, are enjoying a rebound in the social distancing era. Once ubiquitous, the outdoor venues have slipped substantially in prominence over the years, with just over 300 remaining in the U.S., compared to 5,500 indoor theaters, according to the Associated Press. John Vinson is the president of the United Drive-In Theater Owners Association. He saluted the concept. He said, quote, I know many drive-ins really appreciate the opportunity to work with the Tribeca Enterprises team to bring content to our screens in this much-needed environment, unquote. The announcement notes that Tribeca was founded to unify New York through the arts after 9-11, a parallel to drive-in as a response to the coronavirus crisis and social distancing requirements, which left indoor movie theaters closed. 
Tribeca Enterprises co-founder and CEO Jane Rosenthal said, quote, at a time when people are eager to connect and convene again after months-long social distancing, we're taking the spirit of Tribeca around the country by creating a safe environment where audiences can come together and enjoy the sense of connection found by going to the movies, unquote. Drive-In promises to work with local vendors to support small businesses to, quote, make the experience truly unique to each community, unquote. Quit trying to get me out of the house, Shannon. <laughs> I don't want to. You think I'm trying to make you break social distancing? No, I just, I'd rather watch a movie in my own home. Mm. Some friends of mine were trying to convince me that we should all get on Zoom and watch a movie together, and that sounds terrible. <laughs> I got a pretty nice TV and a projector in the basement. I don't really feel like I need to drive somewhere to go see a movie like that. When have we used the projector? <gasps> I use it all the time. When? Not very often. <laughs> you just totally lied. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's very Americana. It's interesting uh, to bring it back. I guess I'm not totally saying I wouldn't do it, but I wonder how safe it is even to have like everybody in their cars and stuff, you know? You get whole family of people breathing all over their cars. Does that breath make its way over to the car ne- that parked next to it? Or Well, I wonder if they'll try to distance the cars. That's yeah. a possibility. I think old drive-ins, I, I don't know that you were necessarily six feet away from the person parked next to you. Yeah. Also, the way old drive-ins worked is I think they had little, like, speakers on a hook that you'd put into your car. There's got to be a better way to do that now, like Bluetooth or something. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be cool to play it through your own car audio. Call up Robert De Niro. Tell him you've got some ideas. Yeah. He's probably probably got it handled. He probably doesn't (laughs) need me. And last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Shanghai Disneyland reopens with coronavirus safety measures. Yeah, I'm not going to go, Shan. <laughs> also, it's Shanghai, so I don't think oh, we can. That's true. <laughs> but it is interesting that they're, they're, they haven't just opened the gates. They're doing um, social distancing with lines, and they're making sure only a certain amount of people are able to be in the park at any one time, so they're limiting capacity. So it's interesting that, you know, just seeing it happen is, I think, an interesting lesson for the rest of the world. 12 things to buy for summer now before they sell out. One of them toilet paper? Too late. (laughs) MLB owners approve historic revenue sharing plan. I want some of that revenue. Escapist books for your coronavirus quarantine. I don't really like to read, Shanna. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to our intro does, should know that. Yeah. But we were saying the news. But it's kind of true. You don't really like to read. I know how to read. I just don't <laughs> really like to. And I love it. You can get top-rated gardening gear from $9 right now at Zulily. I got the only two gardening tools I need right here, Shannon. Left and right hand. <laughs> you have been really growing your gardening skills lately. Just putting a lot of time out there. 
united to tell passengers if their upcoming flight is full. This seems like an easy thing to implement right now because it's not. Your flight is empty. (laughs) Beard trimmers are selling out fast, but one of our favorites is on sale. That seems odd to me. Why isn't everyone just growing a quarantine beard? (laughs) You're a big beard proponent, as am I. Yeah. Samsung has plans to launch a debit card. That's just what I need is a debit card that'll catch on fire. (laughs) Never forget, Samsung. (laughs) Microsoft enables feature to block reply all email storms. I like it. It's a good idea. How to run Android apps and games on your computer. We probably need that information since phones are way too expensive now. (laughs) Yeah. You can get a laptop for like 300 bucks. A phone costs you (laughs) $1,000. This is where Apple is reopening stores. What do I need to go in person for? (laughs) Post removed unfairly? You may get to take it to Facebook court. Honorable Judge Zuckerberg presiding. Trolls World Tour streaming success to usher in more new movies at home. I heard that was pretty good, but I still probably won't ever watch it. (laughs) Just a reminder that Gannett is doing furloughs, so Shannon will be on furlough next week, so likely no podcasts. If we get a chance to record ahead of time, maybe you'll get surprised with a podcast, but you should not expect one. That's right. We'll miss you, and thanks for hanging out with us, and we will be back with more episodes soon. I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.